bottom eighth in Baltimore. Orioles have first and second, two outs. They are winning 3-2. Ryan McKenna at the plate. Yankees are going to the top of the seventh in Toronto. They are up 3-2. Much needed game. Tough break losing Jameson Tyon after two and a third. You know, re-messed up his ankle, so that's it for the year. He'll have the surgery. If we see him at all next year, probably towards July, August. That's if at all. Uh, next year is the last year under arbitration. And then he'll be a potential free agent. Um, but it's a big loss. And with this, there's now no need to DFA Andrew Heaney, unfortunately. So when the Wiseguard comes up tomorrow, that's good for the Yankees. But it, but again, it's addition by subtraction. You don't want that. And you're probably going to pitch Seve tomorrow, unless they do it tonight. But... Boone, want, Boone gave three days off the last time before his second appearance. So, today would be the third day off. So, that's what I think they'll do. That So, if Seve pitches tomorrow, you know, then obviously Thursday, Friday, and he would potentially pitch again Saturday. But... This series has to be a point where you try to use him back-to-back days, one inning. I think that's where he'll be more valuable. Uh, you know, other than throwing two, two back-to-back innings, that's good if the bullpen is slow, you know, if they need rest. But to try to use him in two back-to-back innings would be a lot more valuable. Then if you do that, then it's still two back-to-back days and a day off. And maybe another day off, then two back-to-back days again. And I think with the postseason, I think you can do that. And then if you have any three-inning start, and... Blue base hit! Blue base hit! Alan Verdugo bobbles! 4-2 Orioles! Second and third. That is huge. That is needed. Now, Yankees got to score some runs. Gio Arcella at the plate. You know... Rich is on the mound. They need to score more runs. So, James, what's your thoughts? So far, um, 3-2 is really no low-scoring game. Unfortunate news for Jameson Tyon. Um, that's really upsetting. So, which means, like, Heaney is likely going to be going to be on this roster, which is really sad. But it is what it is. So that's all. I, all, all, so all I'm going to say is that the Yankees have to continue to the Yankees have to continue to score runs, play well, um, and I do think that the Yankees will try to carry that into the postseason. So, but hey, the Yankees are doing a good job. They're doing their part, but they need to score more. Baltimore's doing their their job and upsetting, you know. Uh, and upset, Orioles uh, up in the infield, so now they are yeah. three outs away from doing, as James says, the Lord's work. Yeah, thank you so much. What, what, like, you know, thank you, God, you know, and give the Lord's work, and, you know. But I will say this, though. We're, we're getting to the stretch of MLB postseason. It's put up or shut up, and this is going to test the Yankees' medal. 
because Toronto and Tampa, good teams, and the Yankees are going to be facing good pitching. So this is going to really test the Yankees' mettle. You know, so instead of like going for the home runs and Yankees only hit one home run today, um, the Yankees are going to have to learn to continue to manufacture runs without using the home run ball. So if the Yankees can do that, then they'll go far. If the Yankees don't, then they will they will be first or second round exits. Also, this game is yet another reason why you re-sign Anthony Rizzo. R- went went from first to third. Big hits today. You know he's a leadership. He's Great defensively at first base. You know, tough bounces on the turf. I don't think Voight makes one of those plays today. Um, It's just so big. It's got to keep him. Also, you keep your boy, number 11. You keep him in the outfield because Hicks gets hurt when he walks. You know. Oh, shoot. And, and, and also, too, just want to say a little something for all the Luke Boy fans. With Stanton's missing by his legs earlier, he's probably done for the alpha for the rest of the year. He's with that little scare is just enough reason for Aaron Boone to not put him in the outfield for the rest of the season. So Luke Voigt, I want you to keep the splinters in your ass, and I want you to understand. Say, hey, it's okay, my guy. It's okay, and I'm gonna sit on this bench and say, hey. I'm going to sit on this bench, and I'm going to love this bench. So him and the bench are going to have to be good friends. Um, obviously, unless unless you're getting Freeman, and Freeman, and I'm just saying, and listen, I know Freeman's not coming here, but I'm just saying, unless, you, unless, unless you're getting him, you definitely re-sign Rizzo. I'm sorry. You re-sign Rizzo, and then Voight, you go bye-bye. You get an established shortstop. You move Glaber to second, and then you tr- and then I guess you're gonna have to try to package Geo and Geo and Voight get him out. You move DJ. You know you you move DJ to third. You put Torres at second, which he should be. You see he's more comfortable. Um, Hicks is coming back, but unfortunately, like like Nick says, Hicks is basically a liability. Every time homie sneezes, it feels like he's injured. So, looks like number 11 is likely going to be the outfield. And Stan will definitely never, ever, ever play the outfield after that scare. So, it is what it is, my friends. One, two, count on Raphael Devers. Cole Solcer on the mound for the Orioles. And it doesn't mean much other than it's good for him. It's good for him to just get out there. But Noah Syndergaard did start for the Mets tonight, game two of their doubleheader. And it just usually get out there. They're obviously shutting Jacob DeGrom down. You know, he, you know, you know, they said that if these were meaningful games, he would pitch. But I don't, I don't know if I buy that. You know, I, I think that's just talk just to hype up the fans and have them think they have him for next year. But... As Raphael Devers pops up to left, the Orioles are two outs away from getting the W. Um, you know, 
if if you're the Mets and and they talked about this a little bit on the K show today, you gotta go hard after Max Scherzer, and you have to go hard because if it's close, if Dodgers offer him two hundred and you only offer him two twenty five, he's taking the Dodgers. It would have to be like Dodgers two hundred million, the Mets do like two seventy five. You gotta make it so wide of a gap that you you do what the Knicks did with Phil Jackson. You just keep offering and offering until he says yes. You cannot go into next season with Jacob DeGrom as your ace. Also, I don't see no reason why you give Noah Syndergaard the qualifying offer. Because if you give it to him, he's going to take that. Because it's going to be at least $19 plus million. Why would he refuse that after the couple years he's had? So, you don't give him the qualifying offer. There are certain players you don't give a qualifying offer to. Now, there are certain players you do do it just so you can get the draft pick. But if you give Noah Syndergaard the qualifying offer, he's probably going to take it. So, why would you want to pay a pitcher who... God forbid knows because he's gonna he's he's gonna look real broke in the offseason like he does every year and he's gonna get more hurt. So it just makes no sense to do that. So I wouldn't do that if I was me. Two two count in the Orioles Red Sox as Aaron judges at the plate. Oh one count, man on first. Yankees definitely look them runs. Jared Kravis. I can actually feel my soul leaving my body right now. So I'm about to quote that with DOA. Dead on arrival. But, uh, you know, just, just quickly a little NBA. You know, all, all this vaccine stuff. Apparently, if you're a visiting player, you can play at the Garden. You can play at Barclays. The mandate don't kick in to San Francisco till October 13th, which is why Wiggins was allowed at media day yesterday and in the building and today. Ground ball a third, out number two by Alexander Bogarts. Orioles are one out away from getting the dub. So, my question to you is, James, how is the Blasio gonna allow that and if you're Kyrie Irving if it's between vaccine or retiring and leaving all that money on the table what would you do um I would probably just take the vaccine because to answer your second question because I don't care what the reason is so I'm not I don't care how much money you've made over your league leaving so much money on the table being catched by Ryan McKenna Orioles win it would have been a double if it dropped, but the Orioles win. So, if the Yankees do their part, two-game lead. Two-game lead as now first and second, two outs, but continue. As I said to, to the Orioles, did the Lord's work. Thank you, Orioles, for giving me that second birthday wish. Appreciate that. But um, secondly, as far as to answer for your second question, I, I would get the vaccine. The first one, basically, um, you 
it's one of those rules. It's a, it's a, I just heard Stephen A. talk about it today. It's a very hypocritical rule. It's a, it's one of those things where you can't really enforce it. So that doesn't make sense. I don't know how, but I guess the Blasio's only forcing it for people living here. Because he can only control the mandates that controlled here. Not necessarily what's happening in other states. So I guess the Vlajo's restrictions is only based on the play of those players that reside and live in New York City. So maybe that's why. Mm. I I guess I get that. But it's yeah, still right. it's still just in, incredibly stupid. Now, I wish every city in the state was like this. Because and I get why they won't do that, but until you force people to make a decision, you're going to have more unvaccinated people than vaccinated, and they'll say, oh, why are these vaccinated people getting sick? Why are they dying? I'm pretty sure if you looked up both cases and numbers, Let's just say there's 300,000 vaccinated people that died. That That's a lot. That's terrible, right? But you know what? Maybe, maybe, maybe there was 500,000 to a million unvaccinated that died. So, give me the 300k death over that. I'm sorry if that sounds fucked up, but I, I, I said what I said. You, you're looking at the cases and case by case. Um... It is very, you are less, you are less likely, and I mean less likely, you are less likely to be hospitalized with the vaccine as opposed to when you don't have it. Don't, not, not necessarily saying that you won't die. I'm just saying your chances of death are less than if you, if you are vaccinated. So the moral to the story is, is that, you know, I get it. It's a personal choice, and people want to make their own choices. I get it. But when you're in the NBA and you're a private business, you you know, you should. Now, the reason why not every player is vaccinated because everyone has a union. And the union ain't signing off on that because there are people in the union, like Kyrie's in the upper echelon of the players' union, He's the big thing behind it. Just like Anthony Wiggins is also, you know, against it. Bradley Beal also against it. So, there you go. The WNBA is 99% vaccinated. That is awesome. That is beautiful. That is great. Red Sox final. Orioles 4 Red Sox 2. Da 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 da. Looks did the Yan- like did the break? don't care about your kids tonight. Did, did the Yankees break Boston? You would think <laughs> after losing. Oh! You would think after losing. Mama Jamma. Oh, and Stanton, it is high, it is high, it is gone! A three-run bomb for Giancarlo Stanton, and the Yankees lead 6-2. to two. 
What a three-run bomb for Giancarlo Stanton. That is absolute breathing room that the Yankees so desperately need. What a bomb. What a moonshot. I I'm not gonna I'm I'm trying not to say that ice is the game because they're still nine outs away. But I'd like to think the game is almost over. I'm in agreement. I'm not gonna jinx say anything because this blue jay lineup is still pretty damn good. But man Oh by the way, the Yankees only have one loss. When Aaron Judge and John Carl Santon homer in the same game, if that means anything. And A's and Mariners are in their pregame. But we need the A's to win. Because the Mariners are game and half. So they're they're not they're not close to the Yankees. They're not in danger of them. They're in danger of the Blue Jays and Red Sox, but they're close. So we need the A's to win. Yes, um, go, go A's, please win, but, uh, man, what an absolute, what an absolute bomb, what an absolute bomb for, for John, for, for John Carlos Stanton. Now, KD also said he don't foresee Kyrie being a problem, so either they must have had some kind of one-on-one conversation. But I've been saying all along, I think Kyrie will bend at the knee. I think he will get vaxxed. And if that happens, it goes to show you, everyone can be bought. All this self-righteous, you can't make me do a goddamn thing. And that would be the only reason why he just won't get vaxxed. Because he don't want people to say, I'll be the first one to tweet that. I swear to God, I'll be the first one to at Kyrie on Twitter. And I don't care if I get shit for it. I'll be the first one to say, you got bought, my guy. You bend it at the knee. I I won't go as far as to say master. Because that's that, 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 that's racially insensitive. But it just proves that anyone can be made to do anything. And that's probably why he won't do it. Because people, people want to feel they have choices. But you know what, again, James, tell the people what personal choice is. Personal choice is basically being selfish. Personal choice is basically saying that, like, I don't give a fuck about you. I don't give a fuck about anyone. I want to be selfish. Personal choice goes out the window. Because, let's say, James, let's say, let's say you wasn't vaxxed. Let's say you wasn't masked. Let's say you just partied all night. But you went to that party with a little catch in your throat. Maybe a small fever. And let's say you're not walking around coughing. Just coughing, sneezing, all over. And let's say you're passing people as you're doing this. You're probably get, if not all of them sick, at least one of them sick, you're touching hands. You're probably really clammy and sweaty. 
They they may now get COVID because of you. Now, if you stayed home, and and if you didn't go out, if you chose to be responsible, none of that would happen. You know, it's just people. No one likes to be told what to do, right? So that's just what it comes down to. People want to feel like they're choosing, but. It's it's just wrong, and, and and this is not a vaccine thing, you know. And and I simply just want to say, sports talk shows should not talk about this. It shouldn't, because if they share their opinions on it, and, and and they talk about the Kyrie story, and I get why they're doing it, but Team Cast took one phone call, and some guy who was a doctor or something talked about the vaccine, like. We come to sports talk shows for not about that stuff. And and maybe and maybe I'm hypocritizing myself but by us talking about the Kyrie stuff. But if, if you just want to talk about that, that's fine. But don't take phone calls on it. Just say, no, listen, it's bad enough we're talking about it. But we're not going to take phone calls on it too. Because it was just 45 minutes plus too long today. When it's Yankees Blue Jays, the biggest series of the year, and you're spending more more than enough more than enough time on vaccine stuff, come on, man. Yeah, um, I, I couldn't agree more, man. Listen, like we we try not to engage with the vaccine stuff and whatnot. Try to keep it like the candy store as much as possible, but unfortunately. Um, we're this as much as people are going to games and living their life, we're still in a pandemic. We are still in a pandemic, and the virus is still going along. And unfortunately, when you're a player and you're and choose choose to not get vaxxed, unfortunately, this is what's going to get talked about. Now, I agree. Like we shouldn't be we shouldn't be talking about vaccine players, but because it's a big player and Kyrie's a big name. That's what it is. Um, quickly, Ben Simmons did not show up to Sixers camp. He is done. Draw on beat is pissed. There was an article on NBA Central that says that clutch was do that team should be built around Ben Simmons, which is hilarious because Ben Simmons is trash because he can't shoot. You you cannot. Cannot build a team around a guy that can't shoot free throws. No, that can't even shoot. Period. I'm sorry. You, 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 you don't get that luxury. So Simmons, you're a clown. You are a clown. So that's pretty much it. Obviously, this week is Brady week. So I, I have any Patriot fan, and Nick can do this more because he's a Patriot fan. If any Patriot fan boos Tom Brady. You're a clown. Now, during the game, I understand because you want to win because you're a Patriot fan. But if any Patriot fan boos Tom Brady or talks shit about Tom Brady after he took your organization from relative crap to six championships, you're a clown. You are an absolute clown. If you think that's bad, I'm scrolling now. I saw a tweet earlier. And when I say I was in shock at the literal stupidity that was said from this fan's mouth, it's it it was just so so dumb 
I'm scrolling now to try to find it. And I will find it as long as homie didn't delete that shit. And I'm surprised he didn't try to respond back to me. But, but it was... It just screams... It screams fake fan. And, of course, Jamie Collins got released by the, by the Lions today. So, hopefully he'll be a Patriot. My man Richard Sherman going out to the Bucks. So, he's not playing this weekend. But he will play in two weeks. Need two weeks to be ready. And I found the tweet. So, this is from Tyler Grondon. At TB Grondon. So, this tweet was based off a thread by this girl named Kaylee. As you all know, I'm a Giants fan. But I will never understand Patriot fans hating on Brady. I even see Pats fans saying they will not watch Pats Bucks. How do you hate the man that helped you bring six championships? Most fans are lucky to see one Super Bowl in their lifetime. And, and it's a longer threat, but I'm not reading all that. But Tyler says, I mean, I'm rooting for Tampa to beat us. And I don't care who knows it. I'm pulling for them wherever he is to win it all. Our team is clearly not winning a Super Bowl the way it is. So I'm having fun. Watch Mac and the team develop. And him win. I didn't see any rules to fandom. So, so I I just cool tweeted it. You are a fake Patriot fan. Get the fuck out of here. He was never a Patriot fan. You know, some people may want to agree with him. Some some people will choose to. But there are certain things that you just can't do. And this is one of them. Why Why do that? Now, have I been following Brady with the Bucks? Do I want the Bucks to win games? Absolutely. But they're playing the Patriots this week. For the first time in my life, I hope Brady eats dirt. I, I hope he gets sacked five times. I hope he throws six picks. I, I hope the Patriots win six and nothing. Now, it's probably going to be the other way around. Mac Jones would probably get all that happen to him. He might even get killed Sunday night. You know? So, you know what? Brady, if he plays the whole game, if Bruce don't take him out, he could probably throw for 500 and have five or six touchdowns. I wouldn't be surprised. Which means which means he, he, he could break the passing yards leader on two throws if he chooses to. If he lights it up and throws a 50-yard ball. And, and there's some great yard at the catch. It could, it could be broken that way. Or another first down. It could be broken that way. So that's what's going to happen. And it's, it's, it's okay. And you know what? I will be happy when Brady breaks the passing yard leader. And by the way, I, I looked at the stats the, the, the other day. Once Tom Brady passes Drew Brees, no... It's going to be a long time if Brady's ever passed. The closest is Ben. He's at sixty-one k, but he's probably he's probably retiring after this year, or he's de- or he's definitely not being a Steeler. And then Matt Stafford is around forty thousand. Do you know Russell Wilson? He he had very low passing yards. He was he was either. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He wasn't even at 40,000 yards yet. 
he had like 34-something. And that's Russell Wilson. So, you know, and, and, and did you know Aaron Rodgers isn't even at 50,000 passing yards? Not even, not, not, not even over that. And, and truthfully, is he playing nine more years? No. So he's, he's not passing Brady. Maybe he gets to 70,000 yards. But, 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 but honestly, Tom Brady could finish this year with 85 to 86,000 yards, possibly. And if he plays next year, again, he, 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 he could finish with either 89 or 90 plus thousand yards. So, you know what? Maybe Mahomes does break it, but guess what? Me and James are going to be 45 plus by then. So, Drew, Drew Brees' record only set for four or five years. Peyton Manning's record only set for four or five years. You know, this one is then at least 10, probably 15. And that's just a beautiful thing. But, if you're a Patriots fan and you're rooting for the Bucks this weekend, you're no longer a Patriots fan. Sorry, I don't make the rules. Um, I, I couldn't agree more. That's, that'll be like, to me, if Eli Manning were to play for a different team, I'm using that example because I know they're not on the same level, but I'm using, like, a giant great quarterback, and obviously Brady's the GOAT. If Eli Manning were to play for, I don't know, the, the Colts, and the Colts were playing with coming to MetLife and playing the Giants, I'm thankful for Eli's two championships, but homie, I want Eli hitting dirt. I want Eli have that stupid Eli shucks Manning face getting pounded. I'm not rooting for Eli to beat the Giants. Screw that. If you're a fan of a team, you're a fan of a team. And for nerve of that specific Patriot fan, you know what that means, Nick? That means he was only there for the winning. He was not there for what's going to be a little bit of a rough patch for the Patriots. But he's not there for he the He is the person who, wherever LeBron went, that's the team you like. Wherever oh, Shaq went, a, that's what he is. That's what he is. He's a player fan. Oh, he's Shannon Sharp. That's Shannon Sharp. Because Shannon, Shannon Sharp, he was a Cavs fan. Then he became a Heat fan. Then he became a Cavs fan. Now he's a Laker fan. He's basically the Shannon Sharp. He's a Shannon Sharp fan. Because that's what Shannon Sharp does. Wherever LeBron goes, he goes. And that's actually sad. But hey, it is what it is. Hopefully the Yanks can hold on to this game. And I'd be remiss to say, to close out this pod, um, I know this is a little bit personal, but for everyone, including this guy right here, thank y'all so much for wishing me a happy birthday. Thank you for everyone to send sending me the love through text, through phone, um, Twitter, all that. Thank y'all so much for making this guy's birthday great. I'm 31, and I couldn't I couldn't spend it more than doing this pod with my brother Nick. And thank you for everyone for the love and support and care that y'all giving me. So thank y'all so much. Yeah, James, you you truly are a good guy, and uh, you know we're gonna be in the Bronx together Friday to watch the Yanks hopefully play a good game. Uh, you know we've known each other now for about three years. And you're just a good dude. You're there for me, there for you, we're there for each other. You have a good time. And James, James truly is a good guy, guys. Like, not not just saying this because we pop together, not not just saying this because we built a close friendship. James is the type of guy where he will give you the shirt off his back in twenty 
degree weather just to just to make sure you're good. He he is the only person I know. A lot of people say they go the extra mile. A lot of people say they care. But James truly does care. So, you know, not everyone's going to be like, but if you don't like James, I got to question who you are as a person. And then first I would have to think, what the fuck could James possibly have done to you? But that's, that's just who James is. And so if, if anybody's thinking this humble crap is fake, it's truly not. That's just who he is. And he never takes anything for granted. Worked hard his whole life to have what he has. And he's just a good person. He treats everyone right. Doesn't disrespect anybody first. The only way he'll disrespect you is if you come at him. So if you're coming at him and he gets mad, there is a reason for that. And 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 I'll even be the first one, first one to criticize James. I always say he's too nice, honestly. Sometimes he gives people too much of a reach. And as Luis Severino warming up now, so so he's probably gonna close out the game, eighth and ninth inning. But you know what? That's what makes James great. Is that he is nice and he cares and he's there for you. On until you really do something wrong for him not to be there for you, he's there for you. So if you don't have James as a friend, I gotta be honest. I'm sorry for you. Thank you so much. That was really, really thoughtful. And guys, this is genuine. So, guys, thank you again, Nick. Thank you so much for that beautiful soliloquy for my birthday. And again, you, you know, let's let Yankees. Hopefully, Yankees hold on to win. Uh, Boston loses, and let's continue all the good vibes, so enjoy. Um, obviously, I'm seeing Nick Friday for the Yankee-Rays game. Master Nestor is going to be on the mound, so hopefully the Yankees can, can, can continue this momentum. So, yeah, let's, let's continue good times, and everyone stay safe, be great, be fantastic, and let's go Yankees. If the stadiums are rocking, don't come a-knocking. Damn.